No. Welcome to another episode of CTA's podcast. This is Brentero here, and today I once again always have some high school football players on this podcast. And today my special our, my special guest comes from Fox Chapel Area High School, and that is Roman Mason, who is a linebacker. He also plays on the defensive defensive line. Also plays running back. As of as of right now, he's six foot, two hundred and ten pounds. Those measurements might have changed since the last time he's updated them. He's part of the class of two thousand twenty three. Will be a junior next year, and he's basically one of the key star players for Fox Chapel. For being honest with you, so Roman, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. So let's get down to business, Roman. I gotta ask you. Let's start. How'd you get into the game of football? Uh, when I was like younger, I just like had a lot of energy and. My uh, parents just signed me up for football, and then ever since then, I just stuck with it, and I love it, the game now. That's cool. I like I like to hear that you got energy in the game. That's very nice. Well, besides you playing football as well, you also play lacrosse. I don't know how good you are in lacrosse because I've never seen film of you play, but I know from social media that you do play, so tell me how you got into lacrosse. Uh, I had a teacher back in eighth grade, Miss Claus, and uh, also Mr. Quinn, my history teacher, and their kids both played uh, cross, and they were like, you would love it, and they just like always kept hyping the game up to me. So then coming into freshman year right before COVID, I met with a lacrosse coach and athletic director, and they were like, yeah, you should play. It would be a fun time. We need, it would be a great addition to the team. And then I started playing, and I fell in love with that game too. It was just fun playing both. So – yeah, you were trying to play lacrosse during your freshman year, but that couldn't happen because spring sports got canceled. Though, but then doing all this preparation for lacrosse, doing all this preparation not only for football but for lacrosse, going into like a weird maybe maybe you would call a a weird spring two thousand twenty one year, you started you gave lacrosse a try though. Just tell me how how was it preparing for lacrosse, knowing that you really never played it before, but you played football your whole life, though, and your first year of lacrosse was during a really weird year? Yeah, I kind of just, like, translated it right back to football. Like, it was like I played defense, so it was just like a, when I'm playing outside linebacker, it's just like you're just playing defense, you're just going, playing hard, and just getting fast to the ball and just trying to force turnovers and help the team win. That's good. That's good and interesting to hear. So, as a defensive lineman or a linebacker, you obviously switch between both positions. Though, people expect, well, you gotta be physical because that's part of your job as de- a defenseman is to just, as part of playing defense, is just to be physical. Lacrosse, I mean, you also gotta be physical too, but you gotta kind of have to watch yourself more to make sure you don't commit any penalties. Unlike really in football, the only co- penalties you might really have to worry about is maybe like face masking maybe but I can't really think of much else though so how physical were you able to be in lacrosse or were you more of just like trying to like score uh no I was, I was more of a defense player and it helped me uh help my discipline on what translating back to football with just like not like holding when I'm dropping back in the pass coverage on the outside linebacker and just being able to like shift my body weight real quick back and forth and yeah, that was about it. Okay, so I don't know much about, like, Whippeal lacrosse. I know, like, the teams that won Whippeals in both, like, 3A and 2A. Tell me, uh, how do you think – how did Fox Chapel do? Uh, we did pretty good. Uh, we had a couple injuries that hurt us this year, so that kind of 
halted our playoff run, but we went to first round and it got uh, cut short by Buck Park. Okay. Always, you still got two more years of lacrosse. Maybe you guys can do something there. Yeah, we're going to the Whitfield Championship. It's on the way. Trust me. I hear that. Everyone that's everyone that's listening to that, you you heard what Roman said. But now, um, let's talk about let's talk about one of the most recent events that's happened in your life, and it just involves you participating in D Brown's Evolve Two Tense Camp back on July eleventh. Um, that's almost two Sundays ago. So tell me, um, how is that experience for you, competing with uh, other top prospects around the area? Uh, this year, I actually, I was held out of the camp by D. Brown. He just wanted me to come and uh, just sit on the sideline this year because I had surgery back in January, and I'm still recovering from an I had ligament reconstruction surgery. So I, um, he didn't want to take any chances with me getting re-injured or anything. So he said, coaches have your film. They know what your ability is able to do. So just sit out this camp. Next year, you're going to come back 100%. If coaches have any questions, they can just watch the film in. You know, they you know, they say the eye in the sky doesn't lie, so I think like these non contract camps, like, it matters, but then again it's like there's no uh reason to go out there and risk it and get hurt. Okay. Well, I didn't but, know that but yeah, hopefully it, was, it oh. was a fun experience. Like they're just get to see the talent and the competition around me. And but my freshman year I did get to compete in that one and it was similar. It was pretty fun freshman year, so yeah. Well, hopefully you're recovering with your injury from football, Rowan. But I think you can definitely answer this question, though. Um, when, it, in com- when it comes to training with D. Brown, um, what's that experience just like for you? Like, what's the type of um, activities, exercises um, he makes you do while you work with him? Uh, D. Brown is the best trainer around here. That is a fact. You can see it with the tra- the workouts from Aaron Donald to Tevin Hester, like the NFL players, Kenny Robertson. All these guys he has in the NFL, it's uh, it tests to how his workouts are. It's a lot of uh, footwork, cardio, strengthening, just those fast muscles. And yeah, he's the best trainer around, and he just knows what he's doing. And he's just the blueprint. And you just want to follow everything he's telling you. Deep Brown literally starting a little. Deep Brown sent a standard. He sent the culture in Western Pennsylvania football. I think we can all agree on that. So, next question for you, Roman. When it comes to, you don't really have to think about college. You don't graduate till 2023. But you probably will be starting to think about colleges as you enter your junior year. Just thinking like, wow, junior year, this is really important for me. Involving recruiting, though. But as of right now, would you want to see yourself in college play football or just play lacrosse? Or even maybe have the opportunity to play both? What are you thinking right now as you sit there? Uh, yeah, for sure. I have always dreamed that since I was a little kid, I wanted to play D1 football and just go to school for free and then further my, uh, just go past and eventually make it to the NFL. So yeah, I don't know whatever God has for me. If it's lacrosse or football, I would love to go play D1. Okay. Okay. Good to hear. So tell me though, um, how's the recruiting process been like for you? Which schools are showing interest in you and what, do you think and what do you expect from yourself as you move on in your high school career? Uh, I expect a lot more big things coming up this junior year. I'm moving not to outside linebacker, but I'm I'm playing a couple more positions this year. So it's just been fun experience learning those new positions and then and then just crafting my uh, 
footwork and everything, just transitioning to those new positions. Okay, good to hear that. Um, Besides the positions I said at the beginning of this episode, I know you played linebacker, Um, the, you play on the D-line, running back. Any other positions they, they wanted to make you play? Uh, outside of linebacker, I'm switching to because that's what I'm probably going to end up playing in college. So... Uh, we decided just to switch to that for the school for the team, and just see where it goes from there. Okay. Interesting to hear that, and that's some good information that we all know before the season starts. Though, so you don't really have to think about this for a while. But do you? What do you think you would want to major in college? You have any interest that you would want to enhance your learning on? Uh, it would have to be either in like real estate or business room. It's going to be like one of those. That's what I've narrowed it down to. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. Like, you're only... you 16 or 17 right now, Roman? I'm 16. Yeah, 16. 16 years old and already have an idea on what you want to do. That's pretty good. I give you a lot of credit and a, little, a lot of props there. So, let's talk about now your... Not just you, but like your whole Fox Chapel team. Uh, you guys had an overall record of 2-5 and five last year and a conference record of 2-3. and three. I look at I look at your schedule from some of these games. Um, I just want to look back on it real quick. Um, some of these games like you could have won, like the game against North Hills. You guys only lost by four points though. Franklin Regional it was close for a while, then they won by, um, like twenty some points. So you guys were like in a lot of the a lot of these games. Your record could have been a little bit better though. So just tell me. A little bit about what do you think happened last season? What is your team trying to do to prepare for t- this upcoming season? Um, our record last year doesn't reflect like how good we actually were. We just uh, ended up, we just make a lot of mental mistakes at times that costed us the game. And coming into this year, we're just trying to change all that and holding ourselves more accountable. Like we just try to do everything perfect and like craft everything and if you're messing up or missing assignments you're doing push-ups and like we're just trying to get that laziness out so that we're not making those mental mistakes when it counts in the fourth quarter and just not trying to make those mental mistakes anymore because our record last year it hurt all of us because our team last year was very young and it hurt a lot of us not going to the playoffs but like the first time in a lot of our careers and then it was just like no one, no one on that team wants to feel that again. When it was like those are mistakes that we made because we weren't mentally prepared, and maybe there was times where we were lackluster when we should be honing in a lot more. And so this off season as a team, we just like kind of honed in a lot more on our craft, and we're taking it way more serious than ever. Because not going to the playoffs and all that type of stuff hurt all of us, and no one wants to feel that again. And so. We just had to sharpen up our tools, and we're just ready to go here and compete for the 2021 season. Awesome, awesome to hear. So tell me, um, COVID, the off season last year, like the 2020 off season, there was just so many um, repercussions, so many uh, precautions as well. Though probably didn't even feel like it was a normal year though. But like this year, like everything's back to normal. You guys probably don't have to wear a mask. I don't believe though. So tell me, do you think like with the, this upcoming season being technically, I would say, like, the first regular year since COVID's happened, do you feel like you your team has had more resources, more time to practice? Just, just yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you guys just feel like 
with no more BS, like you guys actually have the chance to play better. Yeah, like we feel like we're starting off earlier than way earlier than we did last year, and just like not having to worry about it being week to week, day to day, and just having to do the mask and all that type of stuff, and just being able to be coached up properly and just have not be six feet away from each other at all times and just being able just to play football and stop having to worry about all these outside distractions that we can't really control with like the CDC making all their uh, rulings and all that type of stuff. So like this year it's just been easier and we're still like kind of waiting for the guidelines to come out for the season to see if we have to wear masks or not. But like at the moment, I don't think we do. I think the only time we really have to wear the mask is just on the bus going from games and stuff like that. But besides that, I'm pretty sure we don't have to. Wow, even on the bus, even the bus rides. I'm shocked that you said that, honestly. Okay, so now what would you say, not even thinking about your team, let's talk about, just think about yourself right now. What would you say are some of your individual goals that you have for football for this season? Um, I'm for sure trying to get my, earn my first uh, D1 scholarship and then uh, make that uh, Whitfield top 25 all-star team going into my senior year. And... <laughs> overall just become the player that I know I can be and just go out there and compete 100%. Okay, good to hear, Roman. So, yeah, let's talk about that preseason top 25 that the Trip Live High School Sports Network had earlier today at Kennywood. You obviously see on on Twitter, on social media, you see the 25 players they pick involves some of, some of the people you, some people you know of. You might even be friends with some of them. For some of you listening at home that don't, that didn't know who made it, who made it to the preseason top 25 involving players like Quinn Martin, Devin Whitlock from Belvern, and Lamont Payne from Chargers Valley, Kurt Donovan Heinish from Central Catholic. That's just some of the players I named. So, Roman, you see everything that went on at Kennywood today, and you saw that whole group picture that they take, and you might have saw an interview or two on Twitter, though. What it, was it like just seeing all that, just thinking to yourself, like, man, why wasn't I picked in this position? Do you... Did watching that or seeing any of that just think to yourself, like, man, I kind of want to be on that next year and I should be on that next year? Yeah, it kind of motivated me seeing a couple of my friends like Lamont and uh, Tamar. I mean, Tamar, my bad. I call him Tater, but I just had to say his name. But, uh, yeah, it kind of motivated me. And then Q, he was, of course, up there. And Anthony Specka. Specka wasn't there, but he was up there. And then Tyrese he was there, and then Robert Dickerson, he was there, and seeing those guys who were my friends and stuff, it was like, I got to get there one day. Like That's that's got to get there with my guys because we all go out there and work hard at uh, D. Brown together, so it's like, I just got to get there one day because I know I'm just equally as good. I don't know. I'm good enough to be up there with those guys. Yeah, honestly, they're your friends and all. You probably wish them the best, though, but you just think to yourself, like, man, I'm going to try and be better than my friends. You might, you might, I don't know, you might never say that to them personally, but you'll probably always think that. So, yeah, uh, we always, every time we go down to D Brown, it's always a competition of who's going to come in the first. And it's always, it's always competition. That's the thing about D Brown. It's like you always just want to compete, compete, compete. And before COVID, he had this thing, it was like on Thursdays, where it was like you go out, do one on ones, and you're competing against these guys. And it's like you're getting to see where you're at against these, like a five star, like, uh, Tater, and then it's just like okay, like this is where I gotta be. This is where he is, and it's like wow. Like so, you get to see these different type of guys, and you're like, it's just crazy. But 
yeah, you're just having to compete against them and not like those like the cream of the crop guys, but you're just trying to be better and trying to be the best self you can. Yes. So let's talk about um your upcoming schedule for this year. Um, it's basically the same. Only thing that only things that are different. It's like instead all the home games you had last year, those turn into road games, and all the road games that you guys had last year, um, they turn into home games. Um, for some for my people listening, um, you guys are at home against Hampton. You guys are at home against Pine Richland. Um, at Franklin Regional versus Moon versus Shaler at Kiski versus Penn Hills at North Hills. You got some, as you said, there's some people that you talked about that are your friends that were at the trip top 25, including Dickerson and Fox Chapel. Um, Kiski area had a guy named Brandon Lawhorn Moore. Pine Richland had Jeremiah Hasley, though. Um, I guess since it seems like you're really close with Robert, I guess, though, um, any friends that you had on any of the teams that you play for this upcoming year that you just talk trash on, like, through 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 the phone just to, like, try and get in their head? Yeah, I literally just hung over with Robert, like, an hour ago, and I was just, we were talking about our game against each other, and it was just, like, we can't wait to play. Like, it's going to be a scrappy game. Team, people keep underestimating Fox Chapel because everyone is here at Fox Chapel and they just think it's like a regular old year and it's like this is not a year this is like different like the times are changing like this Fox Chapel team has the ability to go do whatever they want to do because the sky's the limits for us like we have we can write our own story and this year we had a scrimmage a 707 scrimmage against Valley and you could already see like our scrappiness our gritness and just like our brotherhood together and we're just having fun out there playing and that's what it's going to be this year. It's just going to be having fun and all gas, no breaks, basically. That's that's good to hear. Um, let's talk um before we talk about the rest of your team. I want to talk about just one player that I feel like, um, he, it's probably not good that he left though, but it is what it is, and you probably know who I'm talking about already. And Lorenzo right. Jenkins, who left Fox Chapel after his junior year of high school, and then he transferred to Blackhawk. Yeah, Blackhawk. Anyway, he's a really good player, no no question about that, though. And he really made, was a big part of your team last year, too, especially on the receiving side. So how do you think your Foxes will manage without his presence, just knowing that he's somewhere else when you realize, oh, crap, he like he could be playing with us right now? Hey, uh, situations are situational, and everything happens for a reason. And we have a couple <laughs> wide receivers that are dogs out there. We have a kid named Kylie Patterson. He's under the radar right now. A lot of people don't know about him. We have a kid named Jake Demont. He is a very great wide receiver. People don't know about him. Uh, we have a kid named Colin Kukowski. He's a really great uh, wide receiver. We just got a transfer in from Central, Landon Moore. He is a, another great wide receiver. And it's like we have a lot of great kids that aren't going to be in the spotlight like Lorenzo was, but they just have the same amount of ability as Lorenzo did. They're just not going to have the biggest name like he did in they're not going to get able to shine in glory, but they are those type of role players that help the team get a win out, and they're just going to grind out and grind out and do anything they can to help the team win. And, yeah, Lorenzo was a big loss, and he's one of my guys, but it's like you got to do what you got to do, situation situation, like I said before, and you just got to handle them the best way you can. Good to hear. Well, you basically just said you might have – all I could hear you would say – all I really – translate from what you said was next man up 
and that's what you said's going on right now. Next man up, right? Yeah, it's next man up. You can't like really harp on him leaving and cry about it. And it's like he left. There's not we can do about it. It's not like we can call him back and pray that he'll come back. He he's gone, and hey, it's his loss because you know when we do something special, he's not a part. So <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know why he transferred though. You probably know, but we don't have to really get in on that. But all I'm just gonna say is could have stayed at Fox Shop. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, it might have not even been his choice, honestly. But now let's talk yeah, about I your. It wasn't his choice. He it was some family stuff behind the scenes. He had the... Yeah. Okay. So, talk about. Let's talk about the rest of your team. What are some? What are some of you? What are some of your team goals? What do you think are some of your team goals? Maybe your coaches have already discussed about this. What are your goals for the twenty one two thousand twenty one football season? First, before you answer that, I wouldn't be surprised if one of your team's goals was not only making the playoffs, but winning a playoff game. Because, I don't know if you know this, but I did some research on this. Fox Chapel has not won a playoff game since 1997. I thought that was a, I thought that was a joke. Because for so many years, you guys, well, you guys have made playoffs. But then, there's this team named Penn Trafford. They're not in your conference, but... This Penn Trafford team has really has had a history of ruining your guys' lives. And you could play them in the playoffs again, perhaps, though. But I don't know. I just, I'm just i just telling you this because I don't know if you like knew this. But Penn Trafford has to be like on your guys' hit list as like not even just football, but just like as a school. So just tell me, though, what are some of your team goals for the 21, 2021 season? Yeah, my freshman year, Penn Trafford actually took us out of the playoffs uh, that year. They kicked us out first round. And then I think it was 2017, they beat that playoff team that could have really went and probably won the Whippeals on a last-minute touchdown. And that sealed the game then. So, yeah, Penn Trafford, they've got us a couple times. And no disrespect to my guy, Yacavelli, Caden. But, yeah, I'm coming for you. You know, we play you guys in the playoffs and it gets that far. You know, I got to come for you. I know. Sorry about it, but we, we can't. We got to change that stat this year because this team this year has the ability to do that. And I really think we can uh, change that stat right there. I don't know if you guys knew that fact about, what a, that fact about not winning a playoff game since 1997. But when I tell you that, does that motivate you? Does that anger you by chance? Yeah, I did not know that. That is completely wild. I did not know that. And. When I get back in the locker room on Monday with the guys, I'm just kind of tell them like, "That's not acceptable. Like that's that's not like that's not who we want to be reminded of." And we got to change that and rewrite the uh, history books here. I mean, honestly, all you guys need is just make a deep playoff run, get some hardware back in there. You probably know your school. I mean, is good at sports though, soccer. You guys are really good at, like, golf, tennis. Like, you probably know about that. You guys had some, like, state champions in both those sports. Um, Boys basketball, Eli Yofen really does a good job, like, carrying the fog. I mean, there's probably other players, but he's done a really good job exposing Fox Chapel boys basketball. And um, they got it all, but Roman, it's all you. It's all you this year, this time. Yeah, Eli. Eli's a great basketball player, and... He does a lot of exposing us, and I was trying to get Eli to come play football, but he's doing this thing with golf right now, so, you know, he wasn't going to give that up. And, yeah, like, it's just time to change this stigma about Fox Chapel and football and just, like, 
and like people are always like, oh, Fox Shop was not good. And it's like, like we had a talent. It's just about the motivation and guys coming to practice and just being there on time. And shout out to our coach, Coach A, the running backs coach, and our strength conditioning coach. Sometimes he's like always on us about accountability and stuff like that. And if you're late, you guys know you think they have to bear crawl because it's not acceptable. Like, like you just have to be on time, and it's just about being on time for things once you leave. Outside of football, Coach A tries to prepare you for that type of stuff, just like not just being late to practice, just being late in general, like be on time and be a commitment to stuff. Make sure you're there and you show up and just don't half it. Makes you full go, and Coach A teaches you a lot, prepares you as a man later in life. Awesome, awesome, Tia. The way the coaches, especially your running backs coaches, had on all your team. Um, let's talk about. Um, Talk about your head coach, um, Tom Locker, and he's became Fox Chapel's head coach. I think twenty fifteen, correct me. Um, I think that's the year twenty fifteen. So tell me, what has he done for you as a player so far in your high school career, and what do you think he's doing and his coaching staffs doing to turn your Foxes into a contender team? Hey, Coach Locker, he came in twenty fifteen. I do believe, and he took the team to the playoffs twenty sixteen, and then twenty nineteen if they went to the playoffs. And Coach Larkin, he's a great coach. He has a lot of uh, knowledge since he's coached for – it's been a long time. I know he won two state championships back in the day, so he obviously knows what he's doing. And our athletic director, Mr. O'Brien, had a great pick when he picked him and brought him in to the coaching staff. So, yeah, Coach Larkin knows what he's doing, and he just coaches us up every day and just tries to preach to us just to play hard, fast, and physical and just know your assignment and just make sure everything's getting done. Good to hear. Hopefully Tom Locker can turn your Foxes into something special this year. Let's talk about yourself now. First two years, freshman, sophomore, people were just like, okay, Roman's just learning, but now you're going to be a junior this year, and you just think, I think, I think, and maybe other people think to themselves, like, okay, Roman, this is like his, this is kind of his team. He's played under the system for two years, though. Do you think that your leadership, do you think your role and responsibilities on the team increase now than the previous two years? Yeah, for sure. Like, you can see it already. I have a my outside linebackers because Mr. Griggs is always on me. And I always try to tell him just, like, keep me accountable and make sure I'm humbled and just keep keeping me level-headed because he knows how I can get sometimes. And he always tells me, like, these freshmen are looking up to you, these sophomores are looking up to you because, like, since freshman year I've been on varsity and I've been playing ever since then. So it's like – Mr. Coach Griggs is always, like, he's just, like, getting on me about, like, perfecting my craft and just he'll stay after with me after practice just to work on things. And he's just, like, always telling me how, like, there's always people looking at me and how I just have to be that role model and the leader on the team. Even if I'm not a captain or I'm not a senior, how it usually goes, it's like I'm a junior. I've been in the program for three. This is my third, going on my third year. I've played varsity every single year. And... I know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, I was about to say that too. Like, been playing since your freshman year too. From the stats I've seen in the film I watched, like that's pretty impressive. Not a lot of people can say that when they're freshmen th- starting every single game on varsity, you are able to do that. So, you are pro- you are probably a step ahead of a lot of people, honestly, on your team. And there's p- players now that you are teammates with now that are now playing that. 
the Division One level and also just playing college football in general. Though I expect, I really do expect you to be a division Division One football player. No pressure, but maybe there will. But maybe you can consider that pressure or motivation. However, you want to take that though. Um, any of your former teammates or current teammates just telling you how their time was with the recruiting process? Are they giving you any advice? Telling you any good stories? Get. Well, I had Lorenzo before he left. Me and him were always chopping it up about like, recruiting and stuff, but not anyone on my team too much. I, Me and a lot of my friends like from other teams, we talk about the recruiting process all the time. And, yeah, that's about it. We had Sam Brown my freshman year. He's at Duquesne now. He, We didn't talk too much. We weren't that close because he was a senior and I was a freshman. And, you know, that's just, like, how it was. Like, we weren't that close, but he was probably the only person I knew with the recruiting stuff. It got heavy, and there was a lot of coaches looking at him and coming to practice to see him. So some of your older friends maybe that are already playing college, it doesn't have to be Sam. Do you talk to any of them? Do they give you any advice or stories that are help that's helping you? Yeah, Elliot Donald, he's gone into his freshman year at Pitt. I'm really good friends with him, and we always talk about, like, recruiting and stuff. And then, I don't know, Miguel Jackson, who went to Power Action last year, he's uh, gone into his freshman year at uh, Charlotte right now. Me and him talk a lot about just, like, being level-headed in this, like, the recruiting process. And I think that's about it I got to that. Now, do they tell you at all that it's important to post workouts of yourself, or do they just say, no, nah, that's not important? Uh, it it's just depends on what it is. Uh, Elliot, he kind of just flew up out of nowhere. And after his sophomore year, so he didn't, he started getting offers, so he didn't really have to promote himself as much. But Miguel, he, he promoted himself really well. Okay. Interesting and good to hear. You have a lot of friends, Roman, it sounds like. Unless I'm just tripping, but that's how I just think of it, though. So, let's talk about... Once again, some of the teams that you play. Um, I honestly feel that every single one of these teams might have gone a little worse. Maybe Penn Hills is a little better. North, I know North Hills has Robert Dickerson, but they lost, lost a good amount of people. Do you look at your schedule? Does anyone on your team look at your schedule and just think to themselves, like, shit, we should win every single game? Yeah, like, we always say, like, we have a, this is like our revenge tour this year, like, these are, we have a, we've always, like, the seniors that are coming up this year, they, they, most of these kids have started since sophomore year, and it's their time to shine, it's their senior year, it's just time to go out here, it's their last uh, rodeo, and it's their last ride, and so they're just prepared to just go out here and just have fun and make it their last year playing up high school football and just trying to go out here and win. And there's, like, if you look down our schedule, we, we know we can win. We're going to be in every game this year. Every game is not going to be given to us. We're going to have to earn every game. It's going to be a dogfight. And we know that, and we're prepared because we've prepared for these summer workouts. And, yeah, we're, we're ready. It's going to be a scrappy dogfight. And it's, like, these teams, they better bring their A game because Fox Shop was bringing theirs in. They better not just think they're coming into any old Fox Chapel team because this Fox Chapel team is different from any other team in the past. Man, that's awesome to hear. I mean, you guys, you guys are going to play physical. You guys are going to play nasty. You do what you got to do to win, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so let's talk about what you do as a football player. Tell me, though, um, it's like, what, late July? Yeah, ju- late July. 
Um, tell me what's some types of things that you're trying to work on for this upcoming year that you're focusing on right now. And tell me as a football player, as an outside linebacker, what does your diet consist of to not only just be stronger, but more athletic and physical? Uh, I'm just working on my pass job training now and just trying to get all that type of stuff down and just learning the different coverages, like cover three, cover four, and just getting all that stuff basically down and then just working on our different blitzes, man defense, and just honing in all that stuff. And I've been working out with my trainer, uh, Sean McCaskill from DC5. He's the king of uh, like that type of defensive action around the city of Pittsburgh. So I just work with him, and he's just been getting me right lately. And uh, what about what is it as what does your diet consist of when it comes to as a football player? Uh, what do you mean by that? Your diet, like what foods do you eat? Oh, I usually just eat anything my mom makes, like chicken, rice. Uh, always have to have a green vegetable and water and Gatorade, basically. Oh, okay. What's your favorite type of what's your favorite food then that your mom or parents make for you? Uh, I'd have to say pasta. Got you. Should should a lot of people try your mom's pasta? Hey, you know, a lot of people like my mom's uh, cake, but I don't like cake that much. So, uh, okay, interesting. If she bakes her cakes, man, you should invite me over. No, seriously. Anyway, um, so tell me, um, what football players and what football or college players do you admire or that you watch film on and improve your game? Anybody by chance? Uh, I watch a lot of Aaron Donald because obviously he's the good and he taught me a couple moves my freshman year. So then I just try to translate that into my game. And then I also watch a little bit of TJ Watt since he's an outside linebacker and he kind of does what I do with like the pass rushing. So, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about more about Aaron Donald. We've seen on that social media, um, you worked out with him at that, yeah, at the two tens camp when you were – Going into going into your fr- freshman sophomore. Yeah, I was going into my freshman year. Yeah, freshman year, and uh, you probably have seen Aaron Donald too. Other at other times besides that, though. Tell me, what's it like? What was it like meeting him? Him telling you advice and just talking to him for people that don't really see NFL players on. Uh, he's the goat. He's like the true blueprint, and every time he tells you something, you just gotta sit there and listen because he's telling you for good reason and. He's trying to make you better, and I don't know if there's, like, a video out right now, and it's, like, this kid told him that he wants to be just like him, and Aaron told him he wants him to be better than him, and that's, like, embodies who Aaron Donald really is, because Aaron Donald just wants kids from the city of Pittsburgh just to be better than him and even, like, carry on his legacy throughout, uh, after, years down the road. Okay, well, Roman, it seems like your Fox Chapel Foxes are on your mission. Are on a mission you're basically their spokesperson and you basically know that everything you just said though you just gotta guys you, j- you guys just gotta translate that on the field though and we gotta see those w's though i'm probably not the only one that tells you that your coaches other teammates definitely say we gotta turn we gotta turn our work into w's and you know that's what you all gotta do so now let's talk about, let's get a little bit to know let's get to know a little bit more about you tell me though um, I asked you about your favorite food earlier. Tell me, um, name me some of the players that you admire. Um, you happen to play video games by chance? No, I don't really play video games. I'm usually like outside, just like doing stuff and just usually running. So I don't really play video games that much. Uh, okay. 
Oh, okay, interesting. You watch TV, watch any movies by chance? Yeah, I watch a couple movies, you know, here and there. It just depends. Any TV shows that you would consider your favorite or you like to binge watch by chance? I love Law and Order. Law and Order is the greatest uh, TV show you can ever watch. (laughs) Wow, honestly, not going to lie, Roman, I barely hear anyone say like something like Law and Order. I always hear like something like what you McCall, um, Friday that one Friday Night Lights show, Friday Night Takes or whatever, and then um, this other football show that people watch on QB Netflix. One. Yeah, QB One. Yeah, that's a- we actually just got a kicker who was on QB One. Uh, it was the year with Tavon Bowers. He was on Tavon Bowers' team, and so we got him, and he's coming into. He's on our team now. He just transferred in from Harrisburg. Hmm. What's his name, Roman? Uh, I cannot remember. I just met him a couple of days ago, and yeah, he 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 has a good, he has a very strong leg, and he's going to be a very good addition to the team this year. Okay, well, I'll be on the lookout for that too, though. Okay, uh, tell me, uh, favorite favorite class that you've ever had? Oh, it was definitely my QRT with Miss Susser. That was the greatest class ever, and then I would have to say this is probably math is my favorite subject. Okay, math your favorite subject. Okay. Um, man, why can't I think? I usually have a lot of these questions to ask. I just think of right off the top of my head. Um, wow, really drawing a blank. Um, what else do you like to do for fun, Roman? Uh, not much. I just like to hang out with my friends and just like go work out. That's about it. I don't like doing too much extra stuff. You're like, you're like, you're just thinking to yourself, like, one goal, win Whipple State titles. Yeah, how am I sure. going to, how am I going to do that if all I do is just like party and shit like that, right? I know, I'm not a big party guy, I don't like going out and just like hanging around like big crowds of people and just, I don't like the atmosphere too much, it's not my, like I'd rather stay in on a Friday night and go out. Okay, okay, Roman, I see how it is. Maybe you'll change, no, I'm kidding. Hope you don't. But um, my last question for you before we wrap this up, though. Um, there's a lot of people that like high school football in Western Pennsylvania. There's a, good, there's a lot of kids that actually listen to our episodes. Mostly probably just the football players listening or maybe like the players, friends, and family and stuff like that, though. So tell me, um, why should all of Western Pennsylvania, actually, why should the whole state of Pennsylvania be looking out for Fox Chapel in 2021. Why why, why you guys and no one else? Or just why you guys? Because this team, uh, we're on the hunt right now. And we know it's not going to be easy. We know we have a target on our backs just because teams think we have like a, we're just like the easy game and like we're just the game that's like just a run-through game. But we have a lot to go prove and we're ready to go prove it. We worked hard this summer and going into the pads like within two weeks – and then a scrimmage the week after that. It's just like we're ready for we're up for the challenge, and we're down for any dog fight because it's all about who's going to come out on top. And when it really counts, Fox Chapel is going to come out on top. Fox Chapel is going to come out on top. You might have not even had to listen to this whole interview just to know that that was the theme of this whole conversation. Fox Chapel will be on top. The question will be. Everybody's at the top right now because nobody's at the bottom because everybody doesn't hasn't played a game. Nobody has wins or losses. 
but will Roman Mason and Fox Chapel end up on top? He says yes. He knows his team has a lot of work to do to make that happen. Knows not going to be easy, though, but they're going to do it. So, any, any, actually, Roman, anything else you want to say, though? No question. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, I don't got anything to say. All I got to say is just watch out for the foxes, roll foxes. That's what Roman said to end this. Anyways, for everyone here, for Roman, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to simply just talk about you, yourself, your life as a football player, and also a little bit about you as a lacrosse player. I hope I wish everything well for Fox Chapel. I hope you guys keep on working hard. I hope your coaches are giving you good advice, giving you not only just being coaches, but being father figures to you. I hope that you have a great junior year. I Hopefully, we can see on Twitter soon a post that says, blessed to receive an offer from blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, I get to see that soon. And literally, my friend, God bless, and good luck this season, all right? Yeah, thank you. That's the goal for the end of the season is to offer from a school.